All right, welcome back to another episode of Sports Pulse Podcast. Nick, it is a Saturday. Unfortunately, this time though, we are not together like we usually are on Saturdays. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. The weather looks. I haven't been outside yet. I am planning on going outside. Uh, it looks nice. It's sunny. Uh, I just looked it up. It's around, you know, it's high 40s, low 50s. Yeah, but the wind uh, makes it a little bit chilly. Oh, is I it windy out? Earlier. Yeah, I was already okay. uh, out earlier today. That's tough. Might, might be better now because it's a little bit uh, warmer, but I know earlier when that was like 41, I was out there and it was uh, a little chilly. But yeah. I'm still in shorts because, you know, you know me. Yeah, you're a furnace. Yep. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Like I said, I was, I was out pretty much almost all day, you know, running errands either with my family. But, uh, you know, and I did some homework. So, you know, I'm excited to always do this podcast. Uh, what do we have going today? Uh, so like we mentioned last Saturday, I think this will probably become uh, tradition on Saturdays. Maybe not always going to be um, sports related, but, um, you know, we're last uh, last episode we did hit 25. So, you know, congratulations to us. Um, but we feel like we got you guys don't know uh, a lot about Joey and I. So we figured, you know, on Saturdays we'd spend a little time, ask some not like personal questions, like get deep, but, you know, ask some questions to get to know us, especially because both of us are athletes and, you know, so you guys know where we came from. Uh, so last Saturday we had a lot of opening sports questions, like where, where did we start, what sports did we start, uh, you know, the prep for games. So today we'll be talking about a little more on the field playing. Uh, so I hope you're ready for that, my friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm always ready for that. I love, I love the conversation. You know, I like that, you know, it gives people a chance to kind of know where we come from. And uh, it, it definitely makes for a good podcast. I, I would agree with that. So we'll start we'll start simple. I think the uh, the most simple question I have on here would be, um, did you like, you know, performing as an athlete? Did you like the pressure of the game? Did you like high pressure situations? Did you like, you know, the pressure of the fans? Because a lot of athletes have a lot of differing opinions on this. But I think you and I are going to have pretty similar uh, opinions, but I want to hear yours first. You know, I, I, I really, I honestly, I like the fact that you did separate um, the two. There are differences between a pressure situation and pressure put on you by other people. Um, look, I am a person that I, I love the pressure. Um, honestly, I feel like I'm at my best when I'm pressured, at, at least definitely in baseball. Um, you know, when I always had to you know, try and get that out, whether I was recording a save or, you know, if there are runners on base or something like that. I always felt like that was when I did my best. And I don't know if that just was like a little mental mindset that I have. Um, I don't know why it differed from the fact that, you know, even in a less pressure situation, you know, but it, it is what it is. I love the pressure. I think it's really fun. And that sounds weird, but um it, that's just it's the truth I, I really thought it was fun in those moments because that's like that's everything you train for um you know kind of to be at your best in the situations when you're needed um if that makes any sense no um, that makes total sense to me yeah if there's pressure put on you by other people whether it's your coaches or it, it's you know teammates or, or fans there it's a different it's a different feel um you know, I've been in spots where I've had coaches come up and say to me, you know, certain things and, you know, maybe I needed to play better. And you know what, that's something I take to heart and, you know, that's fine. And I, you know what, I, I like that pressure. 
because I want to get better. Um, if you are being pressured by a teammate, it can go a few ways. Uh, I've, I don't really know if I've been a part of it, but I definitely have seen it. Um, you know, there are definitely people that have mixed feelings about it, uh, especially at our age, you know, when you're growing up, you don't like to be told, you know, by other kids your age, what to do and what not to do. Um, there's definitely a difference, um, you know, between, you know, help and then being told what to do, especially if it's a player that, you know, you don't, they might be good, but you don't necessarily respect, or it might just be something that works for them. Um, you know, I, I've been given tips by some teammates that I've really, really liked. Um, and there's been tips from teammates that I really have not liked. And you know what? It worked for them. It didn't work for me. Um, and that's that. But sometimes you feel pressured because if they expect something from you, then it could, it could go kind of south. But, you know, that, that's it on that part. Um, from the fans, it depends. I, you know, I'm a big... I'm a big person that likes to prove my, my doubters wrong, um, I guess you could say. But I'm also a player that I, I love the feel of the crowd. Um, I luckily have always, I don't want to say been a fan favorite because that makes me sound like I'm really, 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 really good. And I'm not. I just, I tend to have a lot of personal connections out with people in the crowd. Um, you know, I'm a very personable player, I feel like. So, you know, there are times where you know, if I do something good and, you know, the crowd is, you know, cheering me on, it feels nice. It, it really does. Um, I, when I, yeah, we'll backtrack. So when I hit my first home run, um, you know, a lot of the parents understood what a big moment that was for me. So, you know, a lot of them were screaming and stuff. And, you know, that's something that you don't really feel pressure from, but you feel, you feel really, you know, happy and kind of relieved. And then there are you know other times where all right maybe you're having a bad season and you're up in a really you know key spot you definitely feel pressure from the fans because you i mean i don't know if this is going to sound right but like in a way sometimes you do feel like you want to you want people to feel good about you when you're up you know in a certain spot if that makes sense kind of like I don't feel that great when I see Araldus Chapman coming into a game in the playoffs. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm not gonna lie. But um, you know, and this is the truth. You know, I want somebody. I want to be a player that you know the fans and my teammates and my coaches can all count on when I'm coming into a spot. Um, you know, that's not for everybody, and I understand that. You know, I feel like when I was younger, I didn't. I didn't really like the pressure, um, but I feel like now I do because it it makes me want to be better. Um, you know, and, and that's something I really live for. Yeah. Just real quickly, the whole Aroldis Chapman thing. I know where you're coming from as a Cubs fan, but playoffs, regular season, preseason training. Craig Kimbrell, baby. My guy, Craig Kimbrell. I, I get the same feeling. I'm, uh, it'll be a conversation for another day. I'm sure when uh, the season kicks off. When the regular season starts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, there's, there's a lot to break down for the question. I do like your answer. Um, this is this is a pretty packed question. I didn't realize when I um, when I first created it, um, but I actually do like this pressure. And I'm with you. Um, I as an athlete growing up, whether it was uh, soccer, I'm gonna stick to personally soccer because um, for me swimming wasn't all that wonderful. 
uh, and I'll get into that later. But um, for me, because you know I played the most competitive when I was in soccer, um, I played at the highest level that you could uh, for my age. Um, but I loved the pressure. Uh, it was one of the things where, like you said before, you you just seem to perform. And I don't know if it's a mental thing where you're just in the moment, but there's something about just being under pressure and being in high pressure situations. Like for you, you know, going out for a save or a hit with two outs. You know, uh, for us it was you know extra time. You you need a tying goal or you're you're in extras and or penalty kicks. You know. It's the same situation for soccer, and for me, it's just there's something about being in those high-pressure situations that your body just something clicks up top, right? And you just you just focus and you go for it. And there's something about that just competing at a high level and being there is just something I loved. And being under that pressure, it almost felt like I don't know if this isn't a sound right, but I almost felt like I played better under pressure sometimes. And uh, I just, as an athlete, I personally loved it. Uh, I loved, you know, when the crowd got into games. For me, I never felt like the parents coming to games or the crowd or scouts or all that. You know, I never felt that they were pressuring. I felt like it was more just a buildup, you know. And when you go to professional games and someone hits a home run or someone scores a goal in, in hockey or a touchdown in football, you know, that crowd energy sometimes, you know, it gives you goosebumps. And for me, I just, I love that. When the crowd gets into the game, you know, you're in the pressure. And when you succeed under pressure and the crowd goes wild and your your teammates are with you, for me, that's just that's just a feeling I love, and like you said, you know, proving your doubters wrong. You know, there's always I was always a smaller kid, uh, you know. It was proving the other team wrong. You know, they see me, they think they could body me. You know, all that thing, all that stuff. You know, you, you just you get into it and you go. And, and like I said in the last Saturday, you know, just that prep, being able to just run through a wall and getting through it, and it's all with that pressure. And for something for me that I just I just love that. And, you know, when you get into practice, you get into the weight room. It's just. All that goes through your mind to just help you work better. And it's just, for me, it was just added motivation to just play better. Like, watch this. You know, we all know uh, that, that Cam Newton mic'd up moment where he was like, you know, oh, you've been watching film, watch this. You know, it's, yeah. it's that stuff. And for me, as an athlete, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to be, like, mean, but, like, this is this is just something that I that it's funny. Yes, uh, you are tinier yeah. than, um, you know, at least the friends that I, we have in our friend group. And, you know, we were at Top Golf, you know, last <laughs> week or two weeks ago. And look, if you have ever seen our friend group in person, um, which, you know, well, one of the listeners has because he's part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm about six foot, you know, 180, 185. Our friend is, you know, six two and a half and like, you know, 150. And then, you know, our Nick's brother's a part of it. And he's, you know, big guy at six foot three also. And then there's Nick who's like five, nine and like 125 pounds. <laughs> so if you ever would think any of us would be hitting the, the golf ball to the back of the, you know, complex, you would probably think it would be, you know, either me or one of the, you know, six foot three dudes. Um, that's not the case is actually Nick. And he <laughs> absolutely hits frozen ropes. <laughs> um, so never underestimate him that's, I, that's all i've learned i can confirm this that um when you when you uh, it's, it's funny when you look at the group and you see that the two guys are six three my brother person he's six three he's 240 250 he's a big guy um our other friend he's he's not big but he's he's lengthy uh as we always <laughs> we always say it and so, and then you look at Joey, I mean, he's shorter than both of them. He's around six foot, but he has definitely has the most muscle out of everybody in the group. And, you know, you look at, you look at the group and you go, ah, there's no way the kid of five, nine can even hit it, you know, a hundred yards. And yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's fun. And 
that's all part of the. I mean, that's a much less competitive format than playing in uh, sports. But you know, it's all part of proving people wrong. And for me, exactly. I just love that. Um, yeah. Something you did mention in your answer that is kind of a good segue. Uh, you know, you said you play with people that sometimes you don't respect them or you don't respect the advice that they give you, whether it's helpful or harmful. So it'll lead into the. Um, did you? Fine playing with, and I'll put I'll play stars loosely because you know we were we're not you know professional levels. So there's not like stars, but you know there are always kids that were definitely better, so they're considered star players at their level. So did you consider playing with those guys helpful or harmful? Um, I've had uh, look, I've I've had two different you know opinions on this, um, depending on what team I've been on. Luckily, my high school you know, our, our, our high school, our high school baseball yeah. team, um, my junior year, like, I, I think I mentioned this in like, uh, one of the episodes, um, you know, we had a lot of really, really talented guys, um, whether it's really in our grade or in, you know, the grade above us. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to, you know, see a guy who pitches for old dominion. Um, and you know, we had three guys go division one for pitching. Um, you know, we had a, our center fielder went division one to Lafayette. Um, we had, a, you know, our left fielder went, he went Juco route, but still a division one. He is a hell of a baseball player. Um, you know, you learn so much from those guys, um, you know, and there's just, there's something about them, you know, that you just don't get from playing with other people. Um, they're obviously their work ethic is beyond, um, you know, compare. There's a reason why they are, you know, Division One baseball players. Obviously, it does help that, you know, most of them were also genetically more gifted with height and, you know, size that, you know, some of us don't have. I mean, obviously, I'm not too terribly, you know, short and all that stuff. But, you know, we had guys on our team that you know, were like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, who probably are just as good, if not better than them. Uh, because he's not six foot four, six foot five, you know, it doesn't really work that way. So, um, you know, I learned a lot that year and they were, they were wonderful. And then, especially I was hurt that year. Um, you know, I had my arm surgery, so I spent a lot of time really just talking to them, you know, getting to know them, you know, getting to know their routines, what they did. And, you know, I saw the progress that they made, you know, from, you know, practicing in the, you know, the winter and early spring to, you know, competing throughout the season, these guys are phenomenal to watch. They're phenomenal teammates. They make everybody around them better. However, <laughs> and this is not on my high school team. I've also played with some guys who they're good, they, you know, and the, the, that's fine, but they get too big. Like their egos are a little bit too big, you know, and, you know, I, I feel like at times I might, I could be one of them. I, uh, and maybe not in the last few years, but I know at one point I was one of the better kids on my team. You know, I used to try to help kids out, not giving them like advice. I would just be like, hey, like, you know, uh, you know you're, you're just a little bit late on that fastball. You know, he tends to go fastball, change up fastball again. So, you know, maybe sit fastball with that, that, that high end of bat. And that's not usually like bad advice. That's pretty common, um, you know, in terms of baseball. You know, a lot of guys tell you, you know, what the pitchers throw in and all that stuff. But, you know, I'm not telling him, hey, you know, you need to work on your swing or something like that. Or, 
you know, something like that. Like, that's just, that's just not ethical, I guess. I mean, it, sometimes, like, when you get older, like, it's fine if you're saying, hey, like, I noticed you're, you know, you're dropping your, you know, dropping your shoulder in that bat. That, that's fine, you know. Like, that's good because you want, you want teammates like that because they want to help you get better. Um, you know, the guys that I really don't like playing with are the guys that will flat out tell you that they're better than you. Um, you know, I'm not going to name names. I, I did play with a kid. You know what? He, he's a good baseball player. He, he really is. But you know what? He's not a good student, in, you know, in school. And he, he's not very personable. And, uh, you know, one day he came up to me and he had a good game. You know, he was two for three. You know, I only had one hit that game. And he was just like, shut up. I'm better than you. I was like, look, I don't care what you have to say. Um, you know, just either keep proving it to me on the field or don't say anything at all. And uh, I will go further than you in life because, you know, I don't treat people like you. Um, I didn't say that to him, but that's what a lot of my friends and teammates have told me. Um, you know, and that's just, it's so tough. And I'm sure you've had teammates like that too. Um, you know, I know that, you know, one of my friends uh, you actually swam with, and he was a Division One swimmer now. So I, you know, I'm interested to see what your take is. Yeah, um, I, like I said, I'll I'll relate a little bit to swimming on this one, um, but I'll start with soccer. And for me, you know, like you said, playing with those star players, um, it, I mean, it does help you. It, you know, when they're the right person, the very personality they kind of, they, they motivate everybody because, you know, you look at them, and especially at a younger age, you know, you look at these guys and, you know, they score, you know, three or four goals a game and, or, you know, one or two goals, you know, but they're always on the score sheet, right? And you look at these mm -hmm. guys and you go, yeah, I want to be that guy because, you know, they can go over and look at their parents and be like, you know, that's me, you know, I'm going to do something and I'm going to make the high school team and I'm going to go play in college. So it's those guys that motivate you, right? Um, but, you know, it is fun to play with those guys. They're always guys that you can depend on, you know, we had a we had a couple of guys and in soccer usually your two fastest players are your center backs but we usually were able to throw this guy up at forward because he was just he was so fast it was like a bullet out of a gun you just you, you got a ball and he would usually just be able to outrun anybody and he had a strong leg he could finish he could finish a goal and it was just nice to be able to play with those guys and you know when they have the right personality and practice you know they give you good advice because you know and not to be mean but you know they are better than you they know they know something and like you said, just being able to watch their work, that work ethic, and you know, I happen to be best friends with the kid. You know, being able to see what they do in the off season, and then being able to see what they do to prep to the games. You know, I used to go to games with him, so you know, it was just it's it's a different view that you get to see on the game, and it's fun. You know, because you're not always going to be that guy. I mean, I was a good soccer player when I was growing up, but I was never always you know the best guy on the team. So it's fun to be able to play with these guys and see what they're doing. Um, but like you said, sometimes players don't give you the best advice, and sometimes you get really worked up, and you don't want to hear it from players. And you know, and sometimes when there's guys that you think you're better than, and you might be better than them, but they might not think that, you know, and they're you you're losing and tempers flare, and you know, they might say something to you that you don't like. So, with that being said, you know, sometimes you don't respect players, and they try and give you advice, like you said, that's tough, and sometimes it's hard to control what you're gonna say. Um, especially out on the field, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but, you know, it is nice to see these guys and to see their work ethic and to just to see what they're doing. And for me, I think it was beneficial, especially on soccer, just because these were guys, and it's a team sport, you know, all 11 guys have to really participate in order for you guys to win. 
and it truly is a team effort. So, you know, these guys wanted to win because they wanted to get to the next level, you know, high school, college, all these things. So it is fun to be able to practice with them, to be able to play with them, because you just get to learn a lot of things from playing with these guys. And you see at the pro levels, too, where younger guys, they look up to uh, older guys. You know, some teams have minor teams. You know, they watch film on the, the pro level guys. And for me, that's pretty fun. Uh, Swimming-wise, I picked up swimming in high school, like I said last time, or last Saturday. Um, so for me, you know, and I know who you're talking about, uh, and he is a phenomenal swimmer, and I... I haven't seen what he's been doing in high, uh, in college, but I'm assuming he's doing really well. He broke records at our school. Uh, he came first in state championships and sectional finals. So he's a really good swimmer. And for me, swimming and soccer, they were very different. But swimming, it was more these guys, they can they can teach you new technique. You know, and swimming's a more technical kind of sport than soccer is because there's a lot of timing-wise. And, you know, a half a second can be the difference between the winning a race. You know, sometimes you tie or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so growing better uh, for me, I, you know, my freshman year, I wasn't very good. My sophomore year, I wasn't very good. Uh, my junior year, I got better, and then I got sick my senior year. So my senior year was probably going to be my best season I was going to have. I got sick. It sucks. But playing with star players, or I should say star swimmers there, it's cool to see, you know, because everyone trains differently in swimming, you know, soccer, football, baseball, you know, you have your know, routines and everything. But swimming, you kind of just do different things in the pool and you know to be able to take advice from those guys you know swim this distance if you want to get better at this event right or you know you have to work on this when you get off the wall or you know listen for this when you're up on the blocks you know that's a total technically different thing and to play with those guys that are that much better that's really cool because you get to you just really go into their mind and see okay they're waiting for this or this is what they're going to do to get better at this you know and that's something you can't see in a lot of other sports and that's why I love swimming um, so yeah, I think for me, it was a lot beneficial to play with these guys. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, like I said, I, I've had really good experiences, um, you know, and, you know, obviously in professional you know, sports, it's a lot different, you know, especially when you have players that are very, I don't mean to say like it, but it's very egotistical and, you know, you, you run into them throughout their whole lives and but those like the people that are egotistical they're not usually the ones that go far so yeah uh speaking of egos that'll bring us to our um next question um which you and i when i read it to you before definitely said that we were going to have very different answers for this um but i kind of split them into two but you can kind of combine them as one the question would be were you a cocky player when you played uh baseball and football and then do you did you like playing with cocky players on your team uh, I feel like you already know the answer for, uh, for me on this one. Yeah. Um, as a player, for the most part, no, I'm not cocky at all. Um, you know, there are times where, you know, emotions can get the best of you and you might make a gesture or something, not like, a, like an obscene gesture, but like, you know, like if you strike somebody, I might like pump your fist or something. Um, I think that's more just being pumped than, uh, being cocky. Yeah. Um, you know, in the heat of the moment also, but no, I wouldn't say I'm overly cocky, especially, I mean, in football and baseball. I mean, obviously I was, I was a lot better at, than I was, I was better at football than I was at baseball. And, you know, I think a lot of people knew that on the football field too. You know, I didn't have to tell people, um, you know, I felt like sometimes when I was off the field, maybe I needed to talk myself up 
just because I, when I was younger, I wasn't like, you know, the most appealing visual person. You know, I was kind of a bigger boy, but, you know, I still got the job done really well. And, uh, you know, I just wanted pe people to understand that. But I don't think that when I went, I was cocky. Um, you know, I didn't tell people like, like I, like I kind of said with a, you know, the teammate I, I had, you know, just last question. Um, you know, I wasn't going up to people and telling them that I was better than them. Um, you know, if if I believe that, I would just do that on the field. Um, you know, there are times where, obviously, uh, you may think that in your head. You might talk about that with your parents. Um, if you you know, if you're frustrated, you might say something like that to your friends. Um, but I don't think it's cocky if you know, if it's not in front of the person. Or if it's in front of you know a public group, um, you know I feel like there have been times where I've been a better player than you know somebody that was playing over me in baseball. But you know what? I understood that you know if that's what my coaches thought, then that's what they thought, and you know that that's fine. You know I wasn't you know overly, you know, voicing my opinion um, in front of my teammates, in front of my coaches. You know, and that just told me that, you know, I need to get better and get back in the starting lineup, which I ended up doing. Um, as with playing with cocky players, I also don't like playing with cocky players. Now, it depends. Um, there is a fine line between competitive and cockiness. Um, Nick, I think you walk the line, which is great. <laughs> I think you walk the line, which is great. <laughs> Um, you know, because sometimes it can bring out the better in people, um, especially and I, I feel like most people that play, um, you know, travel sports, and I don't know about this with soccer, but I definitely know about this with baseball. And I'm sh I know it happens in basketball, too, is you play on a travel team with people, um, you know, in like, you know, in the summer or the spring, whatever, and then you play against them in your high school athletics yeah, and happen. you and, and you make you know you make a lot of connections um and that is so fun um to be honest uh there are guys that i've played baseball with that you know got have, have gone to like our rival school and you know what that just, that just makes the competition that much better especially if they you know if they have a good game um you know sometimes they'll, they'll tease you and stuff but i don't think that it's cocky um also and this is why I don't like playing with cocky players. Um, you know, luckily I've been a part of a lot of really successful teams. Uh, I've also, however, have been a part of some really not so successful teams, whether it was just for one tournament or, you know, maybe it was a whole entire summer. Um, look, you can be a really good, you know, ball player, but if you can't respect the game or respect the other players, I cannot, I don't, I, I, I physically cannot respect you. Um, you know, I play the game because I love, I love it. I love to play the game. Um, I respect the rules and I respect the other players. You know, people work really hard. Um, you know what? And I, I will be an example. You never know what somebody's going through. Like all the injuries I've had to work back from. Yeah, there were probably times where I looked like I might be the worst baseball player alive. I mean, not a lot, because I, never mind. But, you know, you just don't look good. You know, there, you know, I happened to play on a good team, and there were times where, you know, I, I just, I wasn't my day, to say the least. You know, I've, I've had the games where you strike out three times, and you just, 
you know, you go off into the dugout and you kind of curse yourself out. That happens. You're, you know, you're hard on yourself. But, you know, I don't think I was a cocky player. Um, sometimes cocky players can be fun to play with if they do it correctly. Um, but I feel like at that point, then it's not really cockiness. It all depends. Um, I'm interested to see what you take because, you know, we play different sports and I think it definitely goes, you know, a little bit different. Obviously in soccer, if somebody's cocky, I feel like they, you know, they doesn't matter. Um, you know, in baseball, if somebody's cocky, uh, the other team definitely notices and they will definitely do something about it. I've seen many kids get hit intentionally. Um, <laughs> I've seen, I, I've seen guys get cleated. I've, yeah, I've seen it all. Yeah, no, it definitely happens in soccer. Your team, your team does notice it. Um, yeah. This will relate only to soccer for me. Um, when you said I walked the line, I would, <laughs> I would slightly agree with that. Um, it depends when you're talking about it. And I'll just say for mostly in general, I was ra a rather cocky player. Um, but I wasn't a shit talker. So I, I was a cocky player, but I didn't shit talk. And that's where I think the fine line will be drawn because on soccer, there was there was cocky where I was, and then there was really cocky. And that was the guys that would mouth off the refs. They would mouth off your team, sometimes mm -hmm. even the coaches. That's the fine line I think I walk. I'm sure you have a different opinion on that, having played against me in multiple sports. Um, I think it's more of the fact that you're just competitive, and that's why yeah. it's fine. I think it's cocky because you know what you can do. And, but the, the, and this is what Nick says um, when he's talking about, you know, you know, talking to other people where, you know, it's different if you go up to somebody and say, you suck. Yeah. Then saying, oh, yeah, you like that. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've had Nick um, throw a football and it was to our six foot three friend who I will I will gladly say he mossed me. Um, you know, it was awesome. a good, good thrown, good good thrown good ball. Yeah. And, uh, you know, both Nick and him were giving me a little bit of, uh, you know, some heckling, uh, you know, yeah. you like that, you know, guard me, whatever, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, see, that is cocky, but it doesn't insult me, so it's okay. Yeah, I would say it's cocky, but competitive at the same time, which is why I exactly. think that's where the fine line is. And, you know, I do shit talk you and our friends just because you guys are you. Um, and it's funny because you guys give a pretty good reaction for it, but... Uh, on the field, back to what it was, I would say I was a cocky player. But for me, I was a cocky player, but I let my game do the talking. Right? I knew I was a good player when I was younger. Um, I knew where my level is. I was faster than most people. Uh, I, wasn't afraid, I wasn't afraid to throw my body around, even though I was small. Um, I knew I had a big foot for my age. I can kick the ball probably harder than farther than most kids. Um, so I knew those things, and I, I knew I was a good player. I knew I was, you know, I, when I went to practice, I... I was ready to outwork anybody there, no matter how good you were. Um, so that's who I was, and I knew that I had that. So that's where I was, you know, I was cocky. You know, I, but I never shit talk anybody, and I never talk back to a ref. Um, well, mm. that's not true. But usually, <laughs> usually I never talk back to a ref. Um, but I also wasn't dirty, and that's the other fine line in soccer. Soccer, there's cocky, but playing dirty. You know, you're pushing people, you cleat people. Um, you know, you do small things that people won't notice. But they definitely piss people off. And then you do things that people will notice. Uh, I never got carded when I played. Uh, I knew a lot of cocky players on my team that did get carded. But, you know, 
some of them were acceptable, some of them were really not. Um, but I think the fine line for me was, you know, the, sh- the shit talking and the talking back. You know, I never mouthed off to my coach. I never said anything to them. I was respectful to, to my teammates. I was respectful to my coaches. Um, I was 90% of the time respectful to the referees. Um, so that's, I think, the fine line for me was, but I would say I was cocky because I knew I was, I was good. I knew I was better than most people on the field when I was, when I was able to step out on there. Um, but playing with cocky players, it depends. And there's also a fine line here. You can be cocky, and I love playing with cocky players because there's something about that that just kind of motivates me too. You know, when my teammates are shit talking other people, it was fun. You know, you get into it. Uh, it makes you play a little better. It makes it a bit more competitive. And like you said, and I've said it too, I'm a very competitive player. So the more competitive it gets, the better I play. Um, clean, that's debatable. Some well, with you guys, that's debatable. But I was a usually pretty clean <laughs> player. Uh, on the field. Um, but my thing with cocky teammates is if you're going to be cocky and you're going to shit talk people, make sure it stays towards the other players. If practice, if you were, if you were cocky, don't shit talk anybody. All right. You can, you can say stupid things. You can say sarcastic things. Fine. But don't actually be a dick to your teammates. And that's where I think the fine line is going to be. I enjoyed playing with cocky players because the players I played with, they weren't dicks to their teammates. Right? They were dicks to the other players, and sometimes the other team did deserve it. But for me, playing with cocky players, no, I didn't like if I ever played with somebody that was a dick to their teammates. I didn't like that. No matter how good you were, no matter how big your ego is, no matter how cocky you were, I didn't like that. They're your teammates. It's a team sport. We're supposed to play together. Don't put one of your teammates down. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they didn't sleep. Maybe they didn't eat. Maybe something's going on at home. You don't know that. Don't be a dick to your teammates. You're supposed to talk them up. These are, your, these are your brothers. You're supposed to go to war with them. You're supposed to win. You want to be a dick mm-hmm. to the other team, I'm all for it. I'll back you up. I'll be right there. You know, that's who I was. And, you know, as a smaller player, it was okay for me to be cocky because, like I said, I wasn't a threat to throw my body around. I mean, there was a time when I was younger and there was a kid, like you said, um, he was being a jerk, uh, to put it nicely. Um, and, you know, teams pick up on this. You know, you become the target. And... You know, we both went for a ball, and I kind of I knocked him over, and I stood over him and told him to stay down. Um, but you know, I was just competitive. Sometimes you just you just can't control that, and it was a clean play for the most part. You know, standing over him, you know, that's where you can you can say, okay, that's not very clean. You know, in the NFL, that's considered taunting or whatnot. Um, but sometimes you just can't control that out in the field. But for me, I'll, I'll say this: I was a cocky player, but I let my game do the talking. For cocky teammates, I don't want you to be a dick to your teammates. You can be a dick to the other team. That's where that's where I'll leave that. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Do you have and any last, more questions? Yeah, the last question, um, which we've both kind of hit on, um, and I'll bring it back to the whole Miles um, Garrett situation we had a couple years ago um, where he hit Mason Rudolph on the head with his own helmet after he ripped it off. I'm not condoning that. I'm not saying that was okay in any circumstance. That was terrible. Um, it should never happen again. But sometimes, and this would be the question, it is hard to control your emotions out in the field. And for non-athletes, they don't, they don't see that. I'm not, like I said, I'm not condoning it, but sometimes you're just not thinking. Sometimes it's just, you're just angry. You're upset. Your emotions control you. And for him, that's probably what happened to him. Like I said, I'm not condoning it. I don't like that it happened. I'm not. I'm not a very. I'm not very happy it happened. I think he got a pretty small punishment for it because it could definitely do some pretty bad damage if he was lucky. He hit them with the softer part of the helmet. Um, but 
Is it control as an athlete? You played football. That's a huge sport where your emotions can get the best of you. Um, and I think mm-hmm. for me it was soccer, but baseball, I'm sure it can be. Um, is it hard oh, if you can okay. control your emotions out in the field? Uh, for me, I, I want to say for the most part, um, how I feel about other people is usually not um, is not something that is going to you know come out um, at least on the field. There are times where you know. Okay, I will give you some examples that I've only very I've only had a few. Actually, I feel like I've only really had two or three. Um, I was playing football uh, against a team from South Philadelphia, and you know I'm not going to be the stereo I'm not trying to like stereotype you know South Philadelphia, but you know we knew going into the game that this was a very dirty team. Um, you know, at the time I played center and uh, linebacker for my football team. Um, when you are that age, you know, it's, a, it's really common, especially for the guys that are, you know, better that you play both ways, I know, obviously in high school and, uh, you know, college, there's not a lot of guys that play both offense and defense. Um, but there was one guy, uh, he was like number 63, I think. Um, and he, he was just a really dirty player and, you know, he was always lining up against me, you know, grabbing my, you know, my face mask and stuff like that. And that's just, that's something you just don't do. Like I said, um, you know, I'm a very by the book, you know, type of player. Um, you know, I keep myself within my emotions most of the time. And I just let my play do the talking. Now I want to let you know that I was dominating this kid. My, my we were up 26, nothing, you know, th- this, this team was not very good. Um, you know, we at that year, that year, we ended up going undefeated. We were a very strong team. Um, we almost made it to nationals. Um, we lost in, uh, you know, the regional game to a team from New York game. I broke my leg, but, uh, you know, so we were facing a team from South Philadelphia and this kid was just really, really getting on my nerves. Um, one play, he ripped my helmet off and, uh, Nick knows this, um, actually it takes a very large amount um, to piss me off um, and, you know, really get me mad to the point where I will, you know, show you that I'm very, very mad. But if you make me mad, it's, it's game over. I'm just telling you right now. So this kid took my helmet off that really pissed me off. So I slammed him in, into the ground, um, you know, like, like a body slam, basically. And uh, we got into a little bit of a scuffle. Um, he got ejected. I did not because the referees knew I was acting basically in self-defense. Um, and the emotions were really running high, but that he, he had been you know dirty all game. So luckily for me, I didn't get run, but <laughs> he did. And then, um, this is going to go along with the lines we just talked about where, um, you know, fans and, you know, cockiness can kind of, you know, get in the way of things. Um, our biggest rival in high school, um, you know, I, I don't want to say their team, um, just because out of, you know, just respect and stuff, you know, they had, they had some good players and you know what, and they had a good game. They were not better than us. And they knew that too. Um, but we had a guy who is now he's a division one, you know, pitcher, um, pitching at, uh, I think Mount St. Mary's, uh, down in, uh, Maryland. And uh, he's a, he's a good baseball player. You know, he he's small. He's like five seven, five eight, but he throws really hard. And uh, they're they're 
their school has a very small field and they had two guys that hit home runs. Uh, one guy hit two. And when I tell you that they were both wall scrapers, they barely went over, um, you know, they, they barely went over. They ended up, you know, beating us seven to three that game. Um, later in the year, we slaughtered them. But during that game, and this is something that really, 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 really pissed us off. Um, you know, they had their fans talking crap about his mom, about his girlfriend. Um, you know, they had fans that were throwing stuff at our coaches. Um, that is a moment that I think regardless of, you know, how calm you might be, that is just, it's just, it's unacceptable in any type of sporting environment. Um, you know, I understand that there are times where you get mad at the refs, I mean, or the umpire, or the ref, yeah, referees or umpires or, you know, whoever may be officiating a game. Um, you know, there are times where, you know, I've, you know, I thought that the umpire was wrong and I've talked to him, not in a bad way, just, I mean, out of frustration, I'm like, come on, man, like, you know, that's the wrong, you know, the wrong call. You know, sometimes, you know, they're very nice, you know, they understand that you're just being a competitive player and, uh, you know, they, they say, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, however, so yeah, that, that high school moment was by far one of the most, you know, things that I got really pissed off at. Um, we actually had to get, you know, a police escort to our buses because, um, you know, some of the kids got in trouble, like some of their kids got in trouble for, you know, throwing stuff and saying, you know, some really hard things. Uh, look, I don't care who it is. You don't talk about anybody's mom. You don't talk about anybody's girlfriend. You leave the personal stuff out. out. You know, you know what? You want to make fun of him for the fact that he has, you know, he's a Division One baseball player, and you know he didn't play well. All right, still I don't like it, but whatever. You don't attack someone's personal life, though, and I, I think that you would probably agree with me on that one. Yeah, easily. And then, um, you know, like I said, there was one time uh, in a tournament, um, I stole a base. I was called out. I got really mad at the referee or the umpire. And, uh, but then I, I came out the next inning and, you know, I was playing first base and I, you know, I said, I, you know, I'm really sorry. You know, like, I just want you to understand that I was just being, you know, I'm just competitive. You know, I thought I was safe. And he actually admitted to me that he made the wrong call. Obviously, you know, in 16, 17 U baseball, there's not replay to overturn calls like there are in the major leagues. So, um, you know, I kind of got the short end of the stick there, but you know what, he, he was really nice and, you know, he admitted that he made the wrong call and that he understands that I was just playing. Um, you know, and that, that was that. Uh, I'm sure that you have some other really good uh, things. I feel like soccer is a very emotional sport, so. Yeah, I mean, it is. And I think the, the biggest moment was... Um... I guess for me, and I'll say this, and I'm sure you can agree with this, it's almost nearly impossible to control your emotions out in the field. Um, and I say this only especially because usually when emotions are high, it's when it's a really competitive game. And usually at that, and, and like I said, I'm sure you can agree with it, it's nearly impossible to control your emotions, right? Um, yeah, I mean, at, at, that, at that time, yes, definitely. Games where it's like kind of like, you know, one-sided or like, it, or it's like maybe a team that you like, you know you're going to be or you know it's just like you know that they're a clean team then it's fine yeah but it's the teams that you know are dirty or the teams that are it's always like a close game you know those are the those are the bad ones yeah and then like i said usually really really competitive games you games that are close or teams that you're rivals with or teams you don't like it's almost nearly impossible to control your emotions 
And uh, I mean, for me, like I said, when I knocked that kid down, I wasn't really thinking, but, you know, when you're playing that competitive, your mind just goes to, you know, this kid's pissing me off. It's time to shut him down. And, you know, you knock kids over. I'm in soccer. There's not, I mean, there's kind of a legal way to do it, but not really. Um, You're allowed to lead with your shoulder. Um, But you're not really supposed to, you know, plant people into the ground um, like I did. And uh, I have no regrets about that. And I'm, I'm not here to apologize about it, but, you know, like I said, it's it's nearly impossible to control your emotions. And when you're being a dick out in the field, some usually someone's going to hate you, whether it's football, baseball. I'm sure, you know, we've seen bench clearings in the majors. Uh, we've seen people get hit with pitches. Um, and soccer, usually you get targeted by the bigger kid on defense, or I was a winger. You know, you come back on defense and you lay into a kid. Um, but, you know, teams and we played a lot of teams in tournaments that you know they're supposed to be good and you know we come from an area where most of our, most of our sports teams are really competitive they're really good mm-hmm. um we come from an area where just kids are super freakishly athletic we come from uh, our area you know they're not we're not like amazing we're not best in new jersey but you know we have kids that are really really good um so you know our lacrosse teams our football teams our our town soccer teams are you know I was going to say our high school uh, does win a lot of state championships, so right. I, we might be one of the better teams in New Jersey. Just exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, sometimes. Maybe not right, yeah. not. right now, not in football, but no, definitely uh, baseball, football. soccer, yeah, we're up there. Yeah. So, I mean, we come from a, a town that's very, very competitive, and so you play a very competitive team. So you play the best. I mean, even if your team's not that great. I mean, our, our high school football team, they play almost the best, some of the best teams in the state. So, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, we come from a competitive town. So, you know, when we go into soccer tournaments and we play really competitive teams, you know, some Everybody teams... Everybody knows who you are. Exactly, and you know who they are. And some teams have a rep for being really dirty, and some guys use their use their hands, they push you, they shove you. You know, that's not, like, we were, we were usually, and my team, we were usually a clean team. We didn't, we weren't, we didn't, you know, we didn't do that. We usually didn't knock people down, but we had some guys that were capable of doing that, and... I don't have any like specific examples besides that because there's a lot that happened. But you know, if there was a player that was being a jerk, usually you know you come at halftime, you go, okay, watch out for this kid, you know, or you, you know you give them the numbers, and sometimes they get a little extra special attention, um, and not in a good way for them. But I mean, the moral of the story is, it's just when it's really competitive, your mind's just not thinking. You're just you're going all out, and I mean, and I understand where you're coming from, you know, especially the personal thing. And I've never that I can recall, I'm sure if I think hard enough about it, but I can't recall any times where someone was saying anything personal about someone's mom or someone's girlfriend, and that's terrible. But, you know, sometimes you just... and But that stuff is something that you can control. But I'm saying emotion-wise, like, you know, a kid ripping off your helmet, there's just... You're just going yeah. for it. You're, you're ready to go to war. When someone does exactly. that and someone knocks you over, you're ready to go to war with someone. And for me, it's just it's almost impossible to control that. You're just you're going to respond the way that you think is appropriate to respond. And usually it's not acceptable according to the rules of the sport that you're playing. Um, in football, you know, you body slammed a kid. I knocked a kid over in soccer. Those are things that are not acceptable in the rules of soccer and uh, football. But you really can't control it. You're just responding to how someone did something to you. Yeah, um, you know, and like, well, I said that, you know, towards other people, um, you know, I was pretty good. But to myself, I was, I was actually really bad. Um, you know, I was that person that I like in the dugout, I'd, I'd slam, you know, my helmet down or my bat out of frustration. But 
Um, so that, that's where I, I would agree that, you know, you can't control those emotions as hard as you try. Um, you know, sometimes it just gets the best of you, especially when you're super competitive, like you said. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise, you know, I, I really agree with you on that. Yeah, uh, that's all I have. That's all the questions I have. Yeah, uh, that, that that would be it for me uh, today. Um, you know, this was a really good episode. I see. I love this. I mean, you know, it gives us a chance to you know kind of talk about our experiences. Um, you know, guys get to know us, um, and then you know, maybe you guys disagree. I mean, there there. I like I said, there are tons and tons and tons of ways, you know, that people go about these things. Um, you know, and honestly, we'd be really you know honored for you guys to you know share with us you know maybe there was a moment where you saw you know bench clearing brawl maybe uh you know maybe you like to play with cocky players you know so be fun yeah and if you have any different answers or you have any difference our, our instagram dms are always open you can comment on our post we usually respond to everything um we try and stay on top of that stuff so i mean the best place to reach us would be uh, on Instagram, I think there is a way to message us on Anchor. Uh, correct me mm -hmm. if I'm wrong about that. So yeah, but yeah. usually the best place to reach us would be Instagram. Our Instagram is just Sports Pulse Podcast. Um, we don't have a lot of posts, but we are working on that. Uh, we're getting better at that. But you know, if you have any differing of the questions, you have any topics you want to see us cover, uh, all that stuff, don't be afraid to reach out and message us. We will gladly. Uh, we struggle to find some topics sometimes, especially in the off season, the biggest sports that we do cover. Um, so we're definitely open to that and we'd love to hear your guys. Yeah, um, definitely. So, you know, thank you again for another episode. Honestly, I really love the Saturday talks that we have. So I definitely think that we're going to be sticking forward with this, um, you know, every Saturday. Uh, it's definitely something I look forward to. Um, and we will talk to you on Tuesday. Peace.